The Secrets of Disney is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Ladies and gentlemen. What's there, Mama? 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. How do you do? How do you do what? Show me the smile. If you can't say something nice... Don't say nothing at all. Very nice. You can sit by me. Everything's so wonderful. Come on, get up. Come on, get up. Where are we going? Up to Neverland. You must kiss me. Excuse me? Please, princess. One kiss. Unless you beg for more. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Disney. And I'm Deborah, one of your hostesses. Joining me today is Sherry. Hello. And today's episode, we're going to talk about the uh, rumored and um, actual um, plans, I guess. Some of them are rumored and some of them are in the works for the expansion of Epcot. So uh, what happened recently over the summer is uh, there's a big conference. If you're not familiar with Disney, there's a big conference called D23, which is like the Disney fan mecca conference of all conferences where, you know, the Walt Disney company um, comes out and, and announces all of their new stuff that's coming out or it's in the works or new movies and stuff like that. And it's, it's kind of, um, it's really one of my dreams to go there sometime. I don't know if it, you'd want to go there, Sherry. Maybe that's... Uh, I don't know. I I can go either way about it. Um, I I, sh- I want to add, though, for mm-hmm. the audience that anyone can become a D23 member. Um, there's different tiers of membership. So I'm a member and I got the base level. Uh, I think I'm supposed to get a certificate or something, which I never did. Uh, but you can become a member and then the different tiers up. So gold and I'm guessing platinum, whatever, whatever. Each one you can pay for to get on a higher level and the higher level people get tickets into the D23 meeting that Deborah's referring to. I'm guessing as just a general member, you can also buy a ticket. Yeah. I well, don't the- know that for sure because I've never like I, I can't go. <laughs> it's not one of the things I'm going to use my vacations for, honestly. But uh, if if you feel so inclined, you're welcome to try and do it or pay for the the annual membership. Yeah, the uh, and you got a pretty good perk out of it. Um, recently your D23 membership, you actually got the the Disney Plus uh member like they offered you like subscription, one of, subscription yes. for three years which i'm like i don't know if i want three years of this so i'm gonna when i get <laughs> it i'm gonna play it by ear and probably month by month because i don't watch a lot of tv anyway yeah you know my kids tease me because when i when there's a discount out there and i'm kind of thinking about something it always sways me to do it or almost always and this i don't we don't as a family watch tv very often Uh, it's a very special treat to have like family movie night or go to the theater so the decision to get the uh, disney plus which is their streaming subscription of all the disney movies cartoons um, marvel movies uh, espn 
uh, was kind of like, I was like, no, we're not going to get it. And then when this D23 membership discount came up, I was like, ooh, okay, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I was a little, I was a little jealous. I was like, oh, I should do it. And then I looked at the price. I'm like, you know what? I, I have to, there's other things I have to do right now. So Right. But you're smart. You're you're smarter than me. I'm I'm, I'm uh, broker than you apparently. <laughs> but that's so okay. Anyway, back back but, to Epcot. Back to Epcot. Back to Epcot. You know, priorities, priorities because you know, I have to go to Epcot again like this year. So my money was going for that and not I um, wish. I wish I could go. Cuz there's all sorts of things that are coming very, very soon that they've been working on and stuff that they just announced at D23 that will um, reinvigorate and reinvent the park in a way uh, in the next coming years in time for basically Disney World's um, 50th anniversary and Disney and Epcot's 40th anniversary, which is coming up in 20, uh, let's see, 2021 would be Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom's uh, 50-year anniversary when it opened, 1971. And then Epcot opened in um, on October 1st, 1982. So they're, they're um, expanding, and it's about time, you know, because... Yes, yes, about time. You know, the, I remember, you know, and I... This is one of my little um, memories from when I was seven, is my parents took me to Disney the first time I was seven. My, you know, my brother was eight and then my other brother was 16 and it was Christmas and they took us in 1982 to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And I remember bits and pieces of it, how cool Epcot was um, to an eight-year-old. It was, you know, everything was cool to an eight-year-old. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It was, everything is awesome. Wrong franchise. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. But, but uh, the, you know, I remember going into Spaceship Earth and how special that was. And if you're not familiar with Spaceship Earth is the golf ball, the great golf ball-like thing that's the icon of the park. And um, it really hasn't changed much in it's changed in ways that I think Sherry and I um, and anybody who's gone to Disney in the last 40 years can recognize like, oh, it used to be Walter Cronkite. Um, uh, yes. And now it's um, Judy Dench doing the the uh, narration. But yes, and, I don't like the new one. So yeah. I was I was glad to hear when the they're planning on renovating the ride Spaceship Earth again. Yeah, uh, because the second half of it it's it's not so great for me it's it's funny now that i you know um we uh had talked about this a little bit um this is actually uh we we were talking about this a, a week ago and it i it now occurs to me that almost every ride at epcot is getting some sort of a facelift uh in the next year or two Almost every which ride. is good, yeah, which is good. It's good. Um, so yeah, Spaceship Earth is one of them where they're they're talking about refurbishing and redoing some of it and new nar narration and all that. And that's to me, that's a minor one compared to everything else that was announced. Um, yes. I, okay, so I'm going to ask you this, and I'm and I'm going to answer with my own um, answer, I guess. But we'll start this way. What? Big thing when you heard about all the um, things coming to the park, what big thing did you think was like the biggest announcement? Oh, the biggest announcement? Yeah, like the, the one. I mean, the biggest announcement that I I thought was happening 
was how they were going to renovate all of the interventions areas um, across the whole front. So it in, it's inclusive of many, many changes going. So I don't know if that actually answers your question. No, that's... So I, uh, that, oh, go ahead. No, that, that does answer our question, my question. But, you know, to give a little insight is right now, Epcot is divided into two parts. There's Future World and World Showcase. So World Showcase has all the countries and their culture, you know, 11 countries and their cultures. And it's, you know, half of the park. And then the other half of the park is um, Future World, which was the idea that um, science and nature and all of these um, discoveries and innovations into the future and and how the world's going to be different and better in in the future and all that's kind of being revamped right now and they're going to move that into three different areas or yes. uh, change it into three different themes i guess you could say yes the themes are discovery and if you've been to the parks it's uh or not been to the parks as you enter the park it, it'll be on the left so it from it'll go if you walk towards the left, there's rides like Test Track and Mission Space, and that area is going to be called Discovery. And then the middle, where the globe is that Deborah described, is going to be called Celebration. And if you go to the right, where they have the Nemo area and the land where Soren is, that's going to be called Nature. And so there, there's a couple things that we're hoping have. Um will change and a couple things that we're hoping will stay the same and a couple things that we're hoping will be demolished completely. And, yes. <laughs> and uh, they started already by um, working in the middle. Like if you go to Epcot like today and you walked in um, from the main parking lot, like you would see walls of construction walls just everywhere because they're, they're tearing down mostly the middle part right now. They're doing away with what they would call the interventions area they there's no more starbucks no more free there used to be a place called station uh playstation or cool station sorry and it was a coca-cola thing where you could try all these cokes around the world and it was very popular and they they did away with that that had been there for 20 years like i remember 19 i think they came out with it in the millennium and it was like oh this is cool it's only temporary don't get used to it and then we got used to it after 20 years and um, <laughs> like oh no they it was good it was fun it was free drinks right you just go in there and you fill up your bottle and you had the drinks now some of them are really nasty like the beverly out of italy was just bitter it was a very bitter the, right, drink right. and so it was but like then there, were, there were some that were okay mm -hmm. you know that you you could drink more than one little sip of but my favorite. There, you, you had to be careful. Yeah, no, just a just a tangent. My favorite was actually the one out of Japan, which was the uh, the one with the vitamins in it. I always liked that one for whatever reason. I thought it was it tasted really good. That's funny. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember which ones were which. Unfortunately, unlike you, I had to move home. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got to stay there much longer than I did. Well, and that's the fun thing is, you know, I had worked in Epcot for a couple years, you know, and. Uh, when I was undercover in security and, and also, you know, on our time off, we'd go to Epcot, but, um, you know, it was like on, when I was undercover working, um, security, um, specific days, we'd be in the park and be like, Oh, let's go have free soda. So we'd always go slip over there and have, you know, free soda. And, and, uh, yeah, so I probably did have a lot, my, my share of free, um, Drink. 
in fact, I think there was a, a time frame in a year where I was like, let me go get my vitamins. And that's why I like the Japan one better. <laughs> anyway, that's okay, gone. Well, anyway, so the changes in Epcot. <laughs> that was, uh, that's gone. And the Starbucks that was there with it is gone. And gone. Um, a lot of that stuff is in the middle is um, being demolished and um, making room for other things. Like uh, there's going to be a new fireworks um, VIP viewing platform so to speak, or a Vista is the, uh, the plans. For me, that was um, one of those things that I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'm not quite sure conceptually how that's going to look. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the plans for that yet. Yeah, I'm curious of where they're going to put it because to have a really nice viewing area, I think the closer to the World Showcase mm-hmm. would be better. Mm-hmm. But all that area, because from the front area, which will be converted into the to what they call celebration to get to world showcase you have to walk over basically a bridge so there's water on both sides of you uh and so i'm not like unless the viewing area is like over there i don't know how it's going to be great you know why would you pay extra money for that i had uh, assumed it was going to be where one of the um in a closer to spaceship earth like closer towards the middle but like I said, I don't know. Um, I don't, and I don't know what the new. There, so, one of the things that just happened, um, that that goes in with this conversation is that after twenty years, they got uh, they had their final showing of their um, illuminations, reflections of Earth fireworks show, and that happened just recently, like in the last month and a half or so. And then they re- yes. they're replacing it with a temporary show that's only going to run like a year, year and a half called Epcot forever, which is kind of what it gets all us old fogies who remember, uh, you know, the, the 1980s rides and the music from that, that generation. Um, and they incorporated it into a show. And it's really, which means that I have to go back next year. I know within this year to see it before they replace it with the next one. Right. Cause the, from what I hear is they're going to make it more Disney centric. Um, so more characters, more, more Disney identifiable music, like uh, Little Mermaid music and and stuff like that, which makes me kind of sad. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, but, yeah. That um, I like Epcot being unique in the in the whole science and unique music, but I think they're trying to brand it to be more Disney, and it it, it honestly makes me sad. Um, because I I think it'll depend on how they do it. Right. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I I totally agree. It's, I'm just, you know, if I wanted to watch Disney music set to fireworks, I'm going to go over to Magic Kingdom or I'm going to go to Disney Hollywood Studios or, you know, something like that. I want something unique um, at Epcot because it's a unique place. You know, I, I think when I say I think it depends on how they do it, what actually comes to mind is the new Animal Kingdom fireworks show or the the water show the rivers of uh, light called rivers show. of light mm-hmm. yes so on our trip there we went to see it and we had phenomenal seats we happened to get there right at the perfect time where we got front row seats because they they fill up a row and then they send people you know in the next row behind 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 and then they go down to the next row in the front and then work their way back up up the, the bleachers i guess stands so we were able to get into the front row and so it was unobstructed it was great I was really impressed it was with it because it was, yes, it was beautiful. The 
They're, they used water as a screen. They had these um, floating uh, lotus flower looking things that went around and were shooting water like a water fountain displays. And then they had the Disney music and Disney scenes on the water. And so, and, and it was all centered around the animals of the Disney movies. So I I actually really, really enjoyed it, even though they did incorporate all the Disney music and Disney movies <laughs> and things like that. So maybe with Epcot, if they're able to come up with, and I don't put this past the Disney Imagineers, of coming up with really, really neat laser, water, flying thing, whatever technology, mm-hmm. but also incorporate the Disney music and movies into it, I think it could be a really nice show. Yeah. Well, I, from what I see with the new, like the, the interim show, I'm kind of like, Ooh, uh, because they brought in a new feature that nobody had seen before. So if you're not familiar, there is a big lake in the middle of world showcase and all of the countries are around the big lake and that's where they do their fireworks. And, um, but they have to be careful with their fireworks because, you know, they're shooting them off effectively over people. So they have to be yes. like, oh, Jimmy, my eye. No. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people sit all around the lake. It's a huge, huge lake. Like, yeah, y- you don't want to swim across it because you'll you will get tired. There is a boat that a ferry that you can ride yeah. across. Right. Uh, that you, you know, I, th- I don't know what hours it, it works, but it does go across the lake. So, so it's not a small lake, but people do sit all around the perimeter, literally all around the perimeter. The the distance from around the circle, if you would, if you were to walk the entire distance around World Showcase, it is a mile and a third. So that's correct. Because that is the ending of, I think, most, if not all of their Disney runs. Yes. Because I used to... Um, as something for me to do, I used to try to get around there three times in, a, in an hour, like um, in the evening, if I had like lunchtime or something like that, it was like, Ooh, exercise. Yeah. Um, and so the, they introduced this kite thing. That's like, I imagine a kite with sparklers on it and it flies kind of there. There are several of them flying around this lake and, it is beautiful. Just so wow. beautiful. Um, it, I need to reserve my tickets now. I know. Reserve your tickets now. I can help <laughs> you with that. Uh, <laughs> and I, like I said, I'm going to try my best in November. Um, actually, I'm going for some some travel agent training um, at the the place we dare not mention on this podcast, but I'm going to mention it at Universal mostly. But I'm like, I need to sneak my Disney in because there's stuff that's even opened in the last two months that I'm like, we must do it. So one yeah. of the things is um, Epcot Forever. And then the other thing is the new Skyliner, which, you know, even though it's crashed once, um, I'm still like game to go on it. So um, is it is it up and running again? Yeah, there's it, it only like a week went by after the, the crash initially where Isn't nobody it? got hurt. Just, you know, a little. Yeah you know, a little scared, a little inconvenienced. Um, yeah, but they're, you know, like a week later, they're like, yep, we're up and running now. And, you know, hopefully things will be back to normal. And, and yeah. so, so as in so far as a change in Epcot, the, 
the Skyliners, one of them, mm-hmm. the Skyliners, for anyone who cares to know, are basically like gondolas. Uh, if you've been skiing, they're like the they're like the gondola lifts that can take you from point A to point B. The ones at Disney are set to go between the studios, Hollywood Disney's Hollywood Studios, Epcot. Caribbean Beach, Art of Animation, Pop and Pop Century, and um, the new—that's another thing. New hotel, uh, the Disney's Riviera, or yeah, Riviera Beach, Riviera, Riviera. Um, okay. I'm nomenclature, so the, nomenclature. Sorry, <laughs> um, but so yeah, the, the Skyliners will take you to and from, and they just carry you, you know, in the sky basically. And if you haven't been kept up to date with the news. Uh, about a week ago you said well it was like two weeks ago there was like a week after they opened officially september 29th and then a week later like october first week of october they uh they had a crash where september 29th i'm sorry september 29th and then like in october like you know like october 4th or 5th they had um, a malfunction that caused several of the cars to crash into each other at one of the um loading areas And that's and then they they're like oh no and they had to close down for a week and investigate and figure out what happened and then a week later and a bunch of people got stuck up in the air <laughs> it was it was fun to see emergency you know that like how did you know how well did they prepare for an emergency because they they really got to try out their emergency skills right away and, yeah and so I'm sure it's good it's good for improvement anyway we should probably get back to. Epcot. Epcot. <laughs> a lot of Disney news right now. Yeah. Um, so so another change that is actually, or there's two that I guess I can mention that are in the works right now, is there's going to be a space restaurant. Yes. And from what I understand, you go in and it's like you're in a space, I don't want to say spaceship, but something in space. And as you look out the windows, you can see the stars, the galaxy. You know, and you feel like you're in space. Uh, I'm really curious to find out what kind of food they serve. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, I can I oh. read you something from, um, yeah, from Disney blog. It's basically it's gonna open in December, like a couple months from now. They are that close to finishing oh. it. Wow! And then so it says it's opening in winter 2019, and it's called Space 2020 or 220, which it takes. The dining adventure 220 miles above Epcot, which is, you know, yeah, we suspend belief there for a second. Um, guests will board an elevator that will stimulate real-time rocketing into orbit as they travel to a space station hovering above the Earth. Diners will see daytime and nighttime views of Earth as they're surrounded by a panoramic, um, full panoramic view of space. And the food type's going to be internationally inspired cuisine, whatever that means. There's no menu available yet, but I imagine in the next month or so, it will, we'll be able to see it. But, oh, exciting. And here's, they will be offering more than a thousand bottles of their, of the world's finest wines and a wide selection of craft beer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So in other words, you don't need to become a, an astronaut. Mm-hmm. No need going to school. Just get yourself to Disney. And you can go to space. That's right. So that's awesome. So that's gonna be that's gonna be opening. And then my favorite thing that's that's not they didn't have to re- um, 
released this technically at D23. We'd already known about it. Is there, France is like doubling in size. The country, not like the physical, the, the pavilion, France pavilion at Epcot is getting a Ratatouille, Remy's Ratatouille adventure is coming to next year. To I'm excited about that. Oh, it's already, technically it's already in Paris at Disneyland Paris. So we are getting it in Epcot. I am super excited. And they're opening two new restaurants in that pavilion. They're opening a sit-down creperie and then a fast food uh, creperie as well. So they're nice. they're terribly 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 expanding. They're they're um, I can't wait. That's that's one of my favorite ones. I don't know that I could. I I guess I'm gonna have to try one of these crepes. Mm-hmm. But I still palmiers at France are still my favorite. <laughs> we are. She, I don't know that anyone's gonna be able to replace that for me. That's so. It's so funny. The Sorry. the other day I sent um just for the listeners I sent Sherry a video of um. I don't know if you're familiar with Delish and they do all of these weird YouTube videos where this girl, she's kind of a comedian goes and tries all the food at, at different theme parks. And she went and got a Pommier at um, animal kingdom. And she was like, wait, there's Pommiers at animal kingdom. Where? <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, but you know, it's just not going to taste the same, <laughs> well, you know, with that, the French flavor and ambiance. We, <laughs> we, oui, oui. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, we'll have to try it for science sake. Okay, okay. <laughs> twist my arm, twist my arm. There you go. Ow, ow. Um, <laughs> but that's that's what I'm excited for. And I actually heard, so uh, one of the um, instructors I work with at the university, when she heard all the D23 stuff come out, and she's like, kind of like, she she's a very Disney um, fanatic. She's she, It's kind of fun to see somebody in sociology be, you know, their office covered in, um, Disney, Disney and Star Wars stuff. But anyway, she her thing she was excited about is the new Mary Poppins ride they're going to be opening probably oh, yeah. um, in a two years. It's going to be over at the UK Pavilion. So right next to um, Ratatouille, you were going to have Mary Poppins. So And, and nobody right. really knows what that's going to be like right now, but the, the teaser is a step in time with Mary Poppins. So we'll see what that's yeah. going to entail. Supposedly, they're going to build Cherry Tree Lane that we can walk down and, you know, step in time down the street ourselves and then a ride. But there's no details on the ride yet. Right. Maybe it's it's on the rooftop of London. Ooh. Maybe it's a chimney. That would be Like as a chimney sweep kind of theme. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be really, really fun. Yeah. But, you know, that's all speculation. We don't know exactly um, what's going to happen. What's going to happen. And, yep. and the funny thing is, okay, so for those of you who don't know me and, and Sherry's history is that um, I started my Disney career in 1995, like when I was like just a, just a, a little baby. No, I was uh, <laughs> I was nineteen, and um, then I came back in nineteen ninety eight, um, and started working more of a, a serious like, oh, I'm gonna this is gonna be my career is working at Disney, and uh, that was when they started working on millennial stuff for you know nineteen ninety nine, and so Epcot was gonna be the millennial park, right? And so they were that's what the last time they really revamped the park. That's when Test Track came out, and that's when um 
all of the older Epcot rides like World of Motion and was replaced by Test Track and um, Mission Space replaced my favorite, which was Horizons. And they kind of shut down Wonders of Life Pavilion. And then um, the dinosaur ride, Exxon's dinosaur ride, got replaced by Ellen's Energy Adventure. And now that's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy, which is coming out next year. Super excited about that one. It's going to be a roller coaster. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And you're probably double excited because I believe it was at Disneyland, Guardians of the Galaxy replaced Towers of Terror. Yeah, that's right. So at Disney World... They're building a brand new Guardians of the Galaxy ride, so they're saving your Tower of Terror. I know. Thank you. At least for now. Well, and that's the thing is, like, <laughs> I, they better not touch my Tower of Terror because I think we have the best one. But anyway, that's a that's another subject for another time. But the thing is, is that Marvel, out of all the Marvel comics, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite, or the the Marvel movies. So I'm super excited about this one. I I still haven't seen them. <sighs> I like you, you should. Know what? Now that I'm going to have the uh, Disney Plus. Yep. I can go watch it. Homework. <laughs> huh? It's your yeah, homework. homework. Exactly. Oh, for anybody out there, there's a, a website. I don't remember what it was. And Deborah, you might be able to say because you're the one that sent it to me. Where if you binge watch 30 Disney shows on Disney Plus. You have a chance of winning a thousand dollars. Not winning, they'll pay you to do it. But it's one of the, so I actually applied for this, believe it or not. Oh, nice. Yeah, and at first I'm like, because when you see the criteria for it, you're like, yeah, there's they're looking for um, me, you know, the influencer. So because they're like, oh. how many followers on your social media account do you have? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> zero i have zero (laughs) and i'm like yeah i am not like the one that has its five thousand followers i know people who have five thousand followers but um on sqpn our you know uh, father roderick has five thousand followers easily more than that probably um so there's several of our of our lovely podcasters on our network that have multitudes of followers so they'd probably get better a better chance of getting this thousand dollars. So you have to watch a movie a day during November, I think, or 30 days in November or, um, yeah, I think it, it, it starts November 12th. Right. Cause that's when D plus becomes available. And then, you, and then it's 30 days after that. And then you have to write a critique of the movie, um, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, probably good so that they, and then you probably have to give it, you know, send it out to your followers and then they subscribe to Disney plus, you know, and go watch the movie. So I, as an influencer, I feel like my influence is very, very little, (laughs) but you know, I applied anyway. So we'll see. You know, your influence is probably a lot more than mine. So, you know, (laughs) it's all relative. Well, and it's funny how, um, we don't know when we're, we're influencing other people and, um, and I always hope it's a good influence and not a bad influence. I'm sure you feel that way as a parent. Um, you know, I hope that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like to influence my own kids because I want them to grow up to be good, decent people. Mm-hmm. I could care less about influencing other people and other people's children. Oh, uh, just, you know, everybody has a different way of parenting. Everybody has different views yeah. of the world. And so who am I to think that I am better than anybody else? Right. 
right? And so just be respectful of not just with parenting, but in life, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just be all be respectful of each other. And even though we can disagree, we can still appreciate that we're all trying to do the best we can do. Right, right. Can I can I brag another tangent? Um, yeah. I got to brag about my influence in a very small way, but it just made me it made my day the other day. So, if okay. you don't know, I also did I Pilgrim Pod podcast, and you know my other my other passion is pilgrimage. So, um, I'm currently working on selling another education abroad trip for the Camino de Santiago through the University of Nebraska, and um, I you know when I first arrived at my department, I was kind of one of those that introduced everybody in my department to what the what pilgrimage is and what pilgrimage you know Camino is and a lot of them are non-practicing religious you know secular people and so one of the biggest like uh, I guess uh, kindest thing I could say is that she's uh, she probably doesn't believe in um, organized religion at all uh, she is in Spain she was in Spain last week and she was in Pamplona and she sent me a picture of her standing on um, one of the Camino markers uh, in Pamplona because she wanted to tell me she was thinking about me and the Camino and I'm like oh <laughs> you would have never heard about that three years ago <laughs> right right so I was I felt really like oh somebody does listen to me um, <laughs> that's great anyway back to Disney so let's influence you about yes. Disney which yes yeah. yes so so, so what, Mary, what is, oh sorry go ahead go i ahead. was gonna say so mary poppins is new they are putting out new um films for all their circle vision like from from china to canada to france the the um anticipation is gonna be all new movies uh, nice and then those are my my dad's favorite he loves history he loves watching those kinds of movies right and they're ac Right, right. <laughs> All around win, win, win for him. Right. And in the middle of summer, one of the best things you can ever do for yourself is go watch the American Adventure and watch the Voices of Liberty sing before the American Adventure. And that's a good oh. hour of quality yes. air conditioning in Florida. So um, yes. uh, do yourself a favor and go see, at least see the Voices of Liberty if you see nothing else. Um, if you're not, not just because of the AC, they are amazing. So Voices of Liberty, just so you know, is an acapella group that sings um, patriotic and folk music from America, Americana. So it's stuff you like, oh, Susanna. But it's so impressive the way they sing. It. It's so beautiful. Um, yes. So I always recommend that. But anyway, that's that's not changing. Yay, that's not changing. Yay. <laughs> but there will be a lot of different things changing in the countries. You know, new restaurants and new um, new movies. And even they're talking about... So there's only really technically right now two rides at in the um, World, World, Showcase. World Showcase. So there's... Um, Norway has the Frozen Ride, which used to be just a, a Norway ride. Um not worth 120 minute wait. No, it is not. But it is cute if you like Frozen. Um, yes. And I do enjoy that ride. It's just not waiting in line for it. Um, that That's also good quality AC if you want to wait in AC for, you know, 45, 50, uh, you know, minutes. Minute. Yeah. Um, but the other one is um, that's been there since the park opened. Like it's gone through one rehab um, 20 years ago. It went through a rehab and... Um, and now it's like a it's the Mexico boat ride, um, and it's uh, it's now Donald Duck themed. It used to be just Mexico tourism themed, yeah. 
and now there's there's a rumor, and this isn't confirmed yet, that they're they're thinking about making Coco the movie Coco themed, which makes sense. And uh, yeah. and um, we were joking the other day that you know if you go into the Mexican pavilion, which is an enclosed pavilion, it's also good for AC, um, you can basically get on the Mexico boat ride without a wait. It's a it's a walk on. Like you, the most you'll wait is like three minutes. But for the next boat to show up. <laughs> yeah, for the next boat to show up. Exactly. And I, I was joking with Sherry. I said, oh, you wait longer in the for the Cava del Tequila. So the, the Tequila Cave has like a 30 yes. minute wait. <laughs> and the boat ride has a five minute wait. So you wait longer to get tequila in Mexico than you do to, you know, get on a boat. So they're hoping to change that, I think, to, to get more people to take the boat ride as opposed to go in there just to have tequila. I think that'd be good. Yeah. I think that'd be really, really good. Um, cause, uh, you know. So, so unfortunately I have to go. Oh, and wait, you know what? I, we didn't mention everything, but we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm sure in a future episode. So yes. I will just give you, um, ways to contact us. Of course, you've been listening to the secrets of Disney on Starquest production network to find links from this discuss- discussion and, uh, to find previous episodes or to send us feedback, please visit sqpn.com backslash Disney. You can also email us at Disney at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com backslash StarQuest Media or on Twitter at sqpn. I'm Deborah Shaven. And I'm Sherry Tamamoto. And thank you again for joining us on The Secrets of Disney on StarQuest. Ta-ta for now.